Did you know Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Mondovi is really growing to meet the needs of farmers? Matt has expanded his service area, and your animals can enjoy the expanded feed lines and bulk custom feed mixes right now. He also has seed for all your planting needs for next spring's planting. Visit Bluff Country Feed and Seed's website at bluffcountryfs.com to see what Matt and the crew can do for you. I'm having some fun talking to Jeannie Chilson from Chilson Motors. And we're talking Ram trucks. And there's an awful lot of pride that goes with the Ram truck owners and the technology and the creators of those Ram trucks. And they have a lot to offer. Absolutely. Ram offers anywhere from a 1500 series all the way up to a 5500 series. So whether you're just towing something around town or you need us to customize it for your business or for your work, we have the Ram experts to do so. Ram trucks are so versatile. You can find them working hard to a night out on the town and they fit right in where wherever they go. Absolutely. Ram has worked very hard to create an interior on their trucks that is really a luxury vehicle in a truck. Excellent layout of seating, appointments, and they have really worked hard on the detail of their trucks to give owners a really comfortable, well-appointed driving experience. Ram really looks out for their customers by creating great value in their truck. Absolutely. Ram offers so many different engine options as well, too, from the diesel to the classic V8 Hemi to the new TRX, which has a lot of horsepower. How can we find out more about Ram trucks? You can visit either of our two showrooms, Chilson Chrysler Dodge on Highway 53 in Chippewa Falls or Chilson's Corner Motors in Cadott at the corner of Highway X and Highway 27. Or you can visit us on the web at chilson.com. Remember, let our family take care of your family. It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. Good morning. Time for the farm show here at the Shank of the Day on Wax 104.5. As Jill and Krista and myself, Bob Bosol, bring you the news and agriculture around the area, around Wisconsin, around the nation, and around the world as part of the Midwest Farm Report family. We've got markets, 13 first alert weather. We'll look at all kinds of calendar items and what's going on in the world of agriculture. Again, it's time for the farm show on Wax 104.5. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. A foggy morning out there, so be careful, at least in some spots. At least that's the report I got from uh, Jill. How foggy was it this morning? It wasn't terribly foggy, but it was enough to notice. All right. Uh, the deer are up and at them? Uh, oh, my goodness. They were, like, standing in the middle of the road for me today. Oh, good. Easy targets. <laughs> Easy ta- I did miss them all, though. Good deal. That's uh, better for them and better for you and your vehicle. That's Absolutely. for sure. So, again, a little fog out there in some spots. Be careful of that. Otherwise, it's going to be uh, another... Good day for harvesting because it's going to be mostly sunny today, tomorrow, and Friday. We'll tell you more about that and chances of rain coming up as we get closer and closer to fall, but it won't feel like fall for the next few days anyway. We'll talk about that, and we will talk about the harvest. It is underway, the condition of the crop, milk production. Also, we'll talk about the uh, DMC program dairy margin coverage, the good news and the bad news about that. Uh, so we'll talk about all those kind of things going on. We've also got the calendar. Anything going on today? Or is it mostly weekend stuff that we get into the fall now with the harvest going on? If a lot of folks don't have a lot of time to go anyplace but on the farm. It's weekend stuff. We've got the Cranberry Fest in Warren's. We've got... Uh, oh, that's right. The big Cranberry Festival is this weekend. And that is uh, important for a lot of people. And the New Auburn High School FFA alumni invites everybody out to the New Auburn tailgate party on Friday, All right. starting at 4.30 and going until 6.30. We've got the Splash of Red Cranberry Tours starting on f- this Friday, and then it's Thursday and Friday until October 20, 20th. Uh, and that, of course, is with uh, the folks over at Pittsville High School. Yep, and then we've got the Eau Claire County Farm Bureau Annual Meeting Saturday night at 6.30 at the Matt and Debbie Krenz Farm in Fall Creek. The Celebrity Donkey Races were rescheduled from the Eau Claire County Fair there Saturday night at 4 o'clock. 
Where are they going to be? They're at the Eau Claire Expo Center at the fairgrounds. Oh, all right. So they're going to have what? Donkey races. Donkey races. Are you in on that? I am not. I'm going to be actually out of town because I'm going down to Madison to the Badger Challenge event. It's What's that? A, it's a run walk event. It starts on Sunday, and it's. I actually am going to go visit my nephew. Are you in it? Yes, I am. What are you going to walk or run? How far? I, I'm not going to run. I'm going to walk the 5K. Oh, that's good. So, so around Madison, they take it. Uh, yep, around Madison, they've got it all mapped out. I'm doing it with my sister-in-law, but my my nephew Aaron mm-hmm. kind of set it up, and we're going to walk in um, in honor of my brother Mark that passed away with cancer. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a good good motivation to do that. So that's going on down in Madison. Also, we're going to hear from the Dean of the Vet School down at Madison, Dr. Mark Markle, is going to be stepping aside, I understand, from that position, but staying on staff. We'll hear what, what's going on with the vet school. You know, if you've been down there and driven around, you see a great big expansion with the vet school. So we'll get an update on what's going on with that as well. So another busy morning as we move ahead with what's going on in the world of agriculture. And again, we've got the harvest going on. Today is the 20th. We are in the middle of Farm Safety Week. We should have Farm Safety 12 months a year, but we call attention to it now more than ever. Farm accidents do happen and in our area. Just in, what, the last uh, two, three weeks, Joe, we've lost two 12-year-old kids. Yep, we did. We There was one that was riding a bike in front of the tractor, and he stopped. The tractor didn't. And you mentioned one. That, in a sawmill. In a sawmill. So, again... Kids are kids. Let them be kids. Don't, uh, you know, make sure you know where they are because, again, their mind isn't focused on the harvest or focused on the job like they can get a little bit careless. So we have to keep an eye on them as well. But farm safety, we do not want to have farm accidents. It's inevitable, I guess. But, again, just be careful. It's farm safety. And, uh, you know, for those of you that are not on the farm and maybe out with this beautiful weather going to go out and take a drive around the countryside by all means do it get out and enjoy the colors and see what progress farmers are making but be very aware of this uh, farm machinery out there because it has to be on the road it has to get to where it needs to go so again be very very careful out there farm safety something that we should talk more about but so important we want to keep everybody safe and healthy and happy Not only during the harvest season, but also uh, all year long. Weather, it's going to be kind of sunny until the weekend. Then it could get a little wet. Let's hope. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's check our 13 first alert weather brought to you by by Chilson Auto Group, Chilson Automotive Group. I was just looking. I was uh, kind of astounded looking at the deals they've got at Chilson right now. Save up to $4,300. $4,300 on select 2023 Wrangler Rubicon models at Chilson.com. Oh, that's a good deal. $4,300 off. All right, the weather, that's not bad. Well, it's going to be uh, warm the next few days. 85 today with a few clouds, so lots of sun. Tomorrow, Partly cloudy, 84. Friday, partly cloudy and 80. Then we get to Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Chances of rain as temperatures will cool down. Looks like about 75 on Saturday. And Sunday, 70. Monday, 67. And maybe a little chance of rain on Tuesday as well. We'll get uh, Mike Dandry to talk about that a little later on. Foggy out there in some places. Not an area-wide fog by any means. But in some spots, there is fog. So do be careful. We don't want you... Hitting any deer this morning or skunks or anything like that. that uh, that's not a good thing. Right now, 58 degrees outside our back door. Well, we're going uh, up to 85 today. With a few clouds out there, should be a nice, sunny, warm summer day. It's 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. News time. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Ukrainian President Zelensky says Russia has no right to hold nuclear weapons. Trey Thomas has more. 
He addressed the U.N. General Assembly Tuesday as his country continues to fight against Russia's invasion. The aggressor is weaponizing many other things, and those things are used not only against our country, but against all of yours. He also said Russia is weaponizing the world's food supply chain and nuclear power plants. I'm Trey Thomas. Meetings with foreign leaders are on the docket today for President Biden. He'll meet with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu on the sidelines of the United Nations General Assembly, along with Brazilian President Luis Inácio Lula da Silva. Biden addressed the U.N. General Assembly on Tuesday, saying the U.S. and its allies will continue to stand with Ukraine in its fight against Russia. The president returns to the White House Thursday to host Ukrainian President Zelensky. Most Americans aren't confident in the country's political system. Brian Shook reports. According to a new Pew Research Center poll, only 4% think the political system is working extremely or very well. It also showed that a favorable view of the government is at an all-time low. Close to 60% said the federal government does not do more for the average American than what people say. I'm Brian Shook. Federal Reserve policymakers are expected to leave interest rates at current levels when the central bank issues its quarterly update today. Fed watchers see the funds rate staying at the current range of five and a quarter to five and a half percent. The Fed has raised interest rates 11 times since March of last year. And Elon Musk's brain implant startup Neuralink says it's gotten approval to recruit patients for its first human trial. The company said in a release Tuesday that it wants to test its experimental device on people with paralysis in a six-year study. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Another check of our 13 first alert weather brought to you by the Chilson Automotive Group. Get 4.9% financing on select 2024 Subaru Outback models right now at Chilson's.com. few clouds today, mostly sun, 85. It'll get about 58 overnight. Tomorrow and Thursday, partly cloudy, 84. Friday, about 80, partly cloudy. And then a chance of rain Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, and maybe into Tuesday even, as the temperatures cool off. 75 on Saturday, 70 on Sunday, 67 on Monday. Right now, it's cool, 59 in Rice Lake at last check, 54 at Medford. Marshfield Marshfield at 52, 57 at Wausau, 60 in La Crosse. Green Bay, 58, Madison, Sun Prairie, 57. Milwaukee at 64, and right now, just check, cooled off a little bit here in Eau Claire. We're 55 degrees right now. Again, on our way to 85 today. Going to get the convertible out. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we'll hear and see the howler monkeys, too. You think you're in a Tarzan movie there in Costa Rica as the uh, big howler monkeys are swinging from tree to tree, howling up on the top of the trees. <laughs> it's kind of neat, kind of eerie, that's for sure. Alright, that's uh, Costa Rica and Panama coming up in March. But before that, Jill, Rural Mutual Insurance and our markets. Uh, what's happening early this week with the cash livestock? Choice fed beef steers are 175 to 190 with mixed at 120 to 174. Choice fed beef heifers are 175 to 187 with mixed at 135 to 174. Choice fed Holstein steers are 160 to 169, with select and silage fed steers 120 to 159. Cows are 80 to 109, with a top of 135, and bulls are 110 to 129. Butcher hogs are 40 to 95, sows are 27 to 34, with boars at 15 to 27. New crop market lambs are 150 to 210, feeder lambs are 50 to 205, ewes are 50 to 105. Small goats are five to one hundred forty-five dollars. Medium goats are ten to two hundred fifty dollars. Large goats are one hundred five to four hundred forty dollars. With nanny goats at ten to two hundred seventy-five dollars. At the Mercantile Exchange at the close yesterday, the cattle prices were down. Hogs were higher. October live cattle one eighty-five sixty-seven, down sixty-five. December at one ninety forty-seven, down fifty-two. One ninety four ninety two was the closing price on the February cattle contracts. That was down eighty two, and April down sixty cents at one ninety eight twenty seven. Feeder cattle, the October price two fifty nine thirty five down a dollar sixty. November two sixty five oh two that was down forty cents. January two sixty five seventy forty five, and out to March, the close was two sixty seven fifty. 
That was down 52 cents. Hogs were higher yesterday. October contracts, 84.50. That closed up $1.60. December, 76.25, up 182. February, at 79.20, up $1.45. And April hogs, 84.67, up $1.22. And on the Board of Trade yesterday, corn was up 4 cents. As the traders are wondering, how big is this crop out there? Soybeans down a penny in a quiet trade, but uh, beans have lost about 45 cents in the last three days. Overnight, December corn down a penny, sitting at 4.75. The oats up a penny at 4.36. December wheat up six to seven cents at 5.90. November soybeans down a penny. Beans are now down to thirteen dollars and fourteen cents this morning. Soybean meal for December up a dollar ninety at 3.9110. Dairy markets. No bargain there either. Barrel cheese down six at one sixty six. Blocks unchanged at dollar eighty eight. The butter was up six at two eighty three. Class three prices went down again. September down one at eighteen thirty six. October down twenty six seventeen fifty four. November slipped down below eighteen dollars at seventeen sixty five. Down thirty seven. December down twenty three at seventeen ninety. January also at seventeen ninety. That was down twenty cents. So that's a look at the way the markets, courtesy of Rural Mutual Insurance. We'll find out what's going on with the energy sector. Coming up on Wax, we're ten and a half minutes after five fifty five degrees. We'll go up thirty degrees today with a lot of sunshine. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call the 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit mad.org. Well, we're really just getting started in harvest season on this Wednesday morning. And our Parole Vision Partners program, I have Isaac Brown. He's the energy specialist for Parole Vision Partners. Today, yeah, obviously, like you mentioned, we're uh, getting close here to harvest coming coming along and um you know basically what we've been kind of recommending to a lot of people is getting their diesel barrels filled up you know get things prepared uh obviously we've seen pricing take a bit of an uptick here in the past month or two so hopefully uh you know if you're not booked already get those tanks filled up so you can be better prepared for uh the, the month to come here and those crude oil prices, their barrel prices are up $92 a barrel. So what does that really mean for us as consumers and the farmers out there? Starting on a more broad perspective, what we've seen are a lot of production cuts coming from the Middle East and uh, OPEC nations. Um, obviously, that's the way for them to boost prices up. And when we have somewhat of a weakened you know, uh, well drilling situation here in the United States, it puts us at a bit of a disadvantage. So you see crude start to jump up because those cheaper barrels that we were able to purchase, you know, from OPEC nations, now we're off the market and we're kind of scrambling, especially at a time when, you know, you're going to see farmers, truckers, haulers, you know, construction outfits are finishing up, obviously, for the year. But, you know, the demand is so high that these crude oil prices are probably going to have, you know, a post-cyclical effect on diesel prices, meaning diesel prices are going to come up after these crude oils start coming up. So it it definitely has a big impact on our local economies. So at ProVision Partners, fills are still available through the end of September. Tell me what you have to offer. Yeah, so um, what what you're referring to is our bulk oil programs. So basically your hydraulic oils, engine oils, uh, gear lubes, anything like that. ProVision Partners is a Senex co-op. We offer uh, no minimums, so you don't need to hit a minimum number of gallons to get delivered here in uh, the month of September. So get those orders in as soon as you can. Give us a call at ProVision Partners, and uh, we'll get you taken care of. Getting out of the field and... You need to stay warm in your house for this winter. What kind of advice do you have for the heating of the houses and getting those tanks filled up? Yeah, I mean, right now, uh, ProVision still has some good rates going. They kind of have uh, bled over from summer, so getting your tank filled up. Right now, big cash discounts, 10 cents off if you're getting your tank filled up. And you can also prepay 
um, for the winter still at a, a pretty reasonable rate considering where we're seeing this energy market go. Keeping our tractors running to our houses warm, ProVision Partners has it all. And that was Isaac Brown. He's the energy specialist for ProVision Partners. And I'm Jill Welke from Wax 104.5. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, you want to turn the thermometer up today because Mother Nature will do that for us. 85 with a few clouds out there, but lots of sun today. But again, prior proper planning, as Isaac said, get to get everything ordered, get it done while there's still some deals out there. But man, 90 $92 a barrel for oil, that, uh, that hurts. That is for sure. So again, plan accordingly. We've got some farmers to take a look at as we're trying to get that crop off. And how good is the crop as we get to the harvest? We'll take a look at all that news next on Wax. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 55 degrees now, 85 the high today, 16 and a half after 6 o'clock as we look at the news. Courtesy of Chili Implement in Chile over there on Y. One of those good small town dealers still left on the map. Get over there and uh, work with Brad and his gang over there at Chili Implement. Jill, how far along are we with the harvest? Well, it is underway, and I did see some soybeans being taken off up by uh, Elk Mound yesterday on my run-up to Menominee. So, according to this week's crop progress report, farmers around the country have harvested 9% of this year's corn crop, a little ahead of both last year and the five-year average. The report also shows 90% of the crop has dented, and 54% of the crop is mature, but the condition of the crop fell another percentage point and is, it is now rated 51% good to excellent. Farmers have also started the soybean harvest as 55% of the beans have been combined, slightly ahead of last year and the five-year average. The crop report also shows 54% of the bean plants across the country have dropped their leaves well ahead of normal. Soybeans are rated 52% good to excellent this week, the same as a week ago. And here in Wisconsin, the condition of the corn crop improved 1% from last week, as it's now rated 51% good to excellent, with 80% of the ears dented and 32% of the crop mature. State farmers are also ahead of normal with 37% of the corn silage already put up. And in the soybeans, 29% of the plants are dropping their leaves, with a crop rated 47% good to excellent. Farmers have also harvested 98% of their oats, 53% of their fall potatoes, made 81% of their fourth crop hay, and planted 28% of their winter wheat. But the challenge continues to be the topsoil moisture, as it's rated 29% very short, 35% short, 36% adequate, and again this week, with no one reporting any surplus moisture across Wisconsin. Hopefully that'll change as we get to the weekend, because there is some rain in the forecast Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Now, how much, how widespread, we don't know, but we'll check in with Mike Dandry a little bit later on. So again, the harvest is underway. Farmers are busy in the fields. Uh, you know, it's not just chopping corn. They're still making some hay and the... Uh, you know, oats are pretty well done, but fall potatoes and potato country is going on. So lots, and Jill said she saw the combines out doing some beans over by Menominee yesterday, Elk Mound area. So again, equipment is on the road, out in the fields, and going from field to field, to farm to field, and back and forth. So be very, very careful. An update on the University of Wisconsin Vet School and the Dean. We'll do that next, right here on Wax. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Leadership changes on the horizon for the UW School of Veterinary Medicine. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. It was about a month ago that current dean, Dr. Mark Markell, announced that after 11 years as dean, he'd be stepping down summer of 2024. Markell will remain on faculty, and he's also assuming some international responsibilities with the AO Foundation. I talked with him about these new opportunities and some of the accomplishments he's proud to reflect on as dean. So the AO Foundation was founded 65 years ago by a group of Swiss orthopedic surgeons based out of Davos, Switzerland. And Mm -hmm. in that era, 
they were treating ski injuries, people were being treated with a cast and traction, and they said there's got to be a better way to repair fractures. So they're basically the group that invented all the ways that we repair fractures today with plates and screws and rods and those kinds of things. So basically 65 years ago, 1958, they started this entity called the AO Foundation, and now it's the world's largest orthopedic foundation. We have 20,000 members, of which only 1,300 are veterinarians. All the rest are human, trauma surgeons, spine surgeons, craniomaxillofacial surgeons, reconstructive surgeons, and we teach around 80,000 people a year in courses all over the world. Really? No. so that's got to be an interesting collaboration. I think the average listener, Mark, is going to say, wait a minute, doctors and veterinarians? I think they forget how similar the training is. Very similar, and you know, my the story I like to tell is, for those that don't know, after I finished my residency in equine surgery, I went to the Mayo Clinic in the Department of Orthopedics, and I was the only veterinarian kind of interacting with the human orthopedic surgeons that were in that department. That's where I got my PhD in orthopedic biomechanics. So literally throughout my career, I've collaborated, been a member of the Department of Orthopedics here at the medical school for this whole time. And we do a lot of collaborative things. Basically, if you think about it, a bone's a bone, whether it's in a dog yeah. or a horse or a human. Cartilage is the same in all of those species. Uh, tendons and ligaments are. And, you know, my career has been focused on trying to regenerate bone, regenerate cartilage. And, you know, we use animals as models, but at the same time, they're equally applicable for humans. Now, this new opportunity, how rigorous is this leadership role? What kinds of things do you have to be prepared to handle? So I'll be president-elect for two years, starting this past June, and then president for two years, then past president for two years. So a six-year mm-hmm. obligation. Uh, I'd say over the next couple of years, we're going to be traveling five to seven time- places a year. Uh, after that, you actually are traveling five to seven months a year of international travel. Basically, any of the orthopedic meetings that we offer, any of the educational meetings we offer in any of the specialties, any of the regions of the world – the president is expected to be at a lot of those, yeah. give a plenary talk about the future of orthopedics, and, and really what the organization is all about is enhancing patient care and outcomes, and that's whether it's a human patient or an animal patient. Is this Was this on your bucket list? Are you overwhelmed by this? Uh, uh, did it seem imminent? You know, Some people that have been in an organization for a while, you start getting that feel that you're on track. Rarely am I overwhelmed. I'll, I'll start with that as the answer to that part of the question. But I will say uh, no veterinarians ever led the organization. Uh, it's voted on by the members of which, as I said earlier, yeah. around 93% are human orthopedic surgeons. So there are certainly groups of people that were um, not certain that a veterinarian should lead this human-focused primarily mm-hmm. organization at the same time. I took my first course with the AO 39 years ago, and I've been in leadership positions throughout it, moving up in leadership positions for the last mm-hmm. 20 years. So uh, there had been a couple of veterinarians over the years that had tried, had run for president-elect and did not get it. And so it certainly was not a certainty that I was going to get it when I ran, but um, I'd say I was cautiously optimistic, and it worked out. Talk about cautiously optimistic. So you are beginning a new opportunity there, and yet now you're stepping away from your position as dean of the UW School of Veterinary Medicine at a very interesting time for a lot of observers. The new uh, addition to the vet school and the remodel that will undergo current is coming towards the end here. This might be a time when many people say, Mark, hey, what what are you doing? Now you're, you're ready to go into your glory here. Uh, I'm basically handing this brand new building to a brand new dean. So it's a great opportunity for for new leadership to really take advantage of the infrastructure that we're building. As, as For those that don't know in the audience, this is going to uh, basically double the size of the footprint of the School of Veterinary Medicine. It's going to add a large ML arena. It's going to add a new large ML isolation facility. We already have one, but it's going to improve it. Um, it's literally going to double the size of our hospital enhance our teaching and research spaces. So I think it's actually a perfect time to hand the reins over to new leadership. And I and I think it'll be 12 years by the time I step down. That's a reasonable amount of time to be leading an organization like this. So obviously you mentioned the international responsibilities with the AO Foundation. Tell me more on what Mark has on the horizon. You will remain on the UW-Madison campus. You will remain within the School of Veterinary Medicine. So sometime next summer, we expect a new dean will start, so hopefully be named this coming spring. 
Whenever that person starts, I'll step down. Uh, I still plan, I have right now and have for the last 33 years, a comparative orthopedic research laboratory, primarily focused, as I said earlier, on musculoskeletal regeneration, bone, cartilage, tendon, ligaments, things like that. I'll continue to do that as I come back into the faculty. Uh, I'll still do, you know, serve kind of in an orthopedic leadership position campus-wide, not with campus, but internationally with the AO Foundation. So what we call it here at UW is the Wisconsin idea, where you take ideas that are spawned out of uh, UW-Madison and expand them to the boundaries of the state, if not the boundaries of the world. And I like to say that's what we're going to be doing with orthopedics um, here at UW. Well, let's let's talk about what you've seen in your duration as dean. And like we said, he's still here. He'll be here through uh, next spring into the summer. When you took this role on, you had already been faculty staff here. Tell me a little bit about what your expectations were when you stepped into the dean's position and then how things have changed. You lived through history and kept this afloat during the pandemic. So a lot of things changed. I started in 2012, September 1st. And so 11 years later, just a quick synopsis, we've increased our class size by 20%. We've increased our faculty numbers by 25% in order to teach that increased class size. In order, and also, our hospital admissions has grown from about 20,000 to over 30,000 a year patients that we see, and we need to accommodate that increase. Uh, we've tripled our research uh, expenditures, meaning the research awards that we get annually. Uh, we've actually doubled the entire budget of the school from around $50 million to over $100 million today. And I think importantly, because we're here to train veterinarians, when I started in 2012, we were just coming out of the quote-unquote Great Recession. And at, in that era, uh, I'd say only a third of our students, when they graduated, had jobs lined up, although by that mm-hmm. September... They all had jobs, but it was a much more challenging time frame. I think a lot of people elected not to retire because the retirement accounts had gone down. Now, today, the average student here has three to five job offers um, by the beginning or middle of their fourth year. Many of them are getting job offers now in their third year, a year and a half before they graduate. Um, salaries, because of that increased demand and, work, I'd say, workforce shortage, meaning there's not enough veterinarians out there, um, have increased by over 50% in the last five years. So, I mean, that's really good for our students. Um, concomit with that is there has been increased tuition na- nationally. Mm-hmm. That's a, true of all of higher education. So, you know, we used to have the lowest tuition in the country. We now are right at the middle, meeting the median mm-hmm. of, of our peers in the country. Um, we still have less debt load. Our students have less debt load than the average debt load in the country. We used to have the least debt load in the country. That's no longer true. Um, but at the same time, um, given that increased opportunities for our students, yeah. a lot of the jobs are getting offered. They get signing bonuses. Mm-hmm. Some of the corporates that are hiring are offering uh opportunities for them to pay off their debt load over time if they stay there for right. a period of time. Yeah. So they have lots of opportunities. And again, that's Dr. Mark Markle, who's the dean of the vet school at the University of Wisconsin in Madison. And what a wonderful success story that is. I remember years ago, there was no vet school in Wisconsin. The push was on to get one. We got one. And it's a good one. And we'll talk about the guys that uh, heard about the guys that fix the animals. We'll talk about the guys that sell them as Rocky joins us next from Premier Livestock. <laughs> Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's find out how the markets are doing this week as we get over to Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock in the Withy area. Morning, Rocky. How you doing? I'm doing great. Enjoying the weather. Yeah, we got to, well, you might enjoy it more over the weekend. We're supposed to have some rain coming in. That'll be all right, won't it? All right. Well, let's find out. Uh, we're into Wednesday. We had a couple of sale days over at Premier. Uh, price is still going well? Holding strong, Bob. Uh, thank you. Uh, good morning, everyone. This is our yesterday's special feeder cattle auction shaped up. We had a nice run of feeder cattle. Sold 740 head of feeder cattle on a strong market. The new crop beef calves from 220 to 340 per pound. Those heavier yearling cattle, mostly 170 to 240. Holstein steers, lightly tested, uh, most uh, going to be 150 to 210 per pound. Bred beef cows, mostly from 1,200 to 2,050. Uh, had a top at uh, 2150. 
cow-calf pairs, most of them being split from 1750 to 2750. Beef breeding bulls from 1250 to 2300 had a top registered Charley bull bring 2800. Uh, next week, uh, Tuesday, that's going to be a regular feeder cattle auction, also our special monthly dairy heifer auction. If you're buying or selling dairy heifers, definitely want to be a part of that sale for next week. Call in those advanced consignments. Today, Wednesday, we got our hay auction at 9.30, dairy cattle auction at 11. We do have two complete herd dispersals of tie stall cows, uh, both those herds being Holstein, long-time AI history on both of those herds. Uh, several loads of fancy, fresh, two- and three-year-old parlor freestall cows. We've got a very nice run of springing heifers, including 15 certified organic Holstein springing heifers. Full list of early consignments, uh, detailed market reports on our website at Premier Livestock and Auctions.com. Uh, questions, give us a call anytime, 715-229-2500. Don't forget to, we are taking in farm machinery six days a week for our large farm equipment auction coming up on November 3rd. Get those consignments in early. So that is the way things are shaping up, Bob. All right, 85 degrees today in sunshine. No problem looking at cattle today, huh? Nope, nope, sounds good. All right, enjoy it. We'll talk to you in the morning. Thanks a bunch. There he goes. That's Rocky. Over at Premier Livestock in the Withy area as we take a look at our markets and weather on wax. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And the first voice in weather in the morning here on Wax is always Mike Dandria with our 13 first alert weather. Good morning, Michael. How you doing? Good, Bob. How you doing? Well, I'm doing well. It's going to be a nice few days, and it, it's nicer to look at 85 and sunshine when the weekend looks like it might be a little wet. How likely is it that we're going to get wet around the whole area this time and not just a spot here <laughs> and there? Well, uh, the whole area is still going to be kind of hard to come by, but uh, I will say those chances are getting better, and our best chances look to be on Saturday and Sunday. But uh, we do have a couple other chances that will be sprinkled in, pun slightly intended there. Uh, but for today, I don't think that we'll have many chances. Maybe further towards I-90, they might have a chance at a shower, but the rest of us will get in on plenty of sun and highs in the mid-80s. Tonight, mostly clear, upper 50s, and pretty much a repeat offender on tap for tomorrow. Sunny during the day, clear during the night. Low to mid-80s for our highs, upper 50s for our lows. But then Friday brings us another chance at a few showers. Start off with some sunshine, but then those clouds roll in into the afternoon. We'll have our highs in the upper 70s. Better chances arrive both for Saturday and Sunday as we cool things off. Mid-70s on Saturday, low 70s on Sunday. Monday even brings us a slight chance at a couple showers, but that one will be a lot more hit and miss as we'll have a mostly cloudy sky and highs in the upper 60s. And for Tuesday, highs in the low 70s as we'll have some intervals of clouds and sun. But right now we have a mainly clear start with a temperature of 55 degrees in Eau Claire. All right, and uh, Saturday looks like you're late Friday into Saturday, the first chance, huh? That's what it's looking like, yeah. Friday afternoon, kind of mid-afternoon time frame, and uh, let's just hope that we get a little bit more rain, considering we're still not at a tenth of an inch for September mm-hmm. in Eau Claire yet. Wow. Yeah, so high wow school football, right you better take a poncho to high school football Friday night? You know, I would say so. Um, right. And, I mean, you know, we were all high schoolers once, and a lot of us mm-hmm. played sports, and I think uh, high school football in the rain, best time. As a football it player. It used to be the best time when you had grass fields. Now that, you know what? That's you, also you, there's true. No, there's no mud out there anymore. That's also true, too. <laughs> I, I always used to love when you'd punt it, and it would just stick yep. on the ground. Yeah, and so would the guy you tackle, and his, head, <laughs> yeah. his face mask goes into the mud. That's also true. <laughs> All right, Michael. Have a good one. You too, Bob. There he goes. Mike Dandry with 13 first alert weather. Again, 55, looking for 85 today. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And it's time, time is it? 22 minutes before 6 o'clock. Thanks for asking. Let's go into the newsroom. Morgan McCarthy is with us. Morning, Morgan. Hey, good morning. How's the barn today, you guys? Good, good. Do you ever watch your Wheel of Fortune? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and I I don't say, I say this real. Vanna White, remind, you remind me of Vanna White somewhat. <laughs> you know, you got the blonde hair and, and you you know, you take You've never yourself. seen me try to walk and in you, heels, clearly. <laughs> you, you always wear gowns to work and oh, things yeah. like that. Uh-huh, but, uh-huh. but see, she's going to keep on for two more years on that job. With Ryan Seacrest now, I yeah. hear, hosting, yeah. yeah. But uh, I wonder how much she makes. Does anybody ever know? 
Um, last I knew it was in the millions. Oh, yeah. You so know she's, it. you know, but it, back in the day, she literally did turn the letters. Yeah. Now it's just a tap. And I don't even know if they need to tap. I think they go on with all I her. I think it would be automated as well. So really, she's just kind of standing there and providing some visual but, augmentation. But give her credit. She's created a job for herself that she, has paid her very well. She absolutely has. That's and why she's I'm... In her six, well into her 60s. She takes very good care of herself. More of a Jeopardy fan myself. Are you really? Uh, yeah, that's between the two. That would be my favorite game show. But they haven't asked me to step up and host that either. So <laughs> here I am back with you guys. Well, there's a little difference between uh, <laughs> Vanna White and what's her name, Mayam Balcom or whatever. Mayam, yeah, Mayam. Uh, yeah, she. Well, and she has uh, got like a neuroscience degree. Yeah, she's got a she's PhD. A, mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, she is. And then Ken Jennings sometimes hosts the other side yeah. of it. They do that alternating host kind of thing too. But needless to say. We're not going to be doing that program. You and I ought to do that Wheel of Fortune. You can be Vanna, and I'll be Pat Sajak. And <laughs> you look better in a dress than I do. Trust me. Well, maybe we can spend some hard miles there. these last few years. <laughs> oh, what's going on? Oh, we're going to start with headlines that well spin the wheel, and that continues to land us right here at home. There was a closed door meeting last night in Chippewa County, and nobody's saying exactly what they were talking about in regards to the sheriff. But they will have another meeting to talk about the future of Sheriff Travis Higgs. Supervisors not making any final decisions, but they're talking about work place behavior and a complaint that came in from an employee. Not many details about what that involves. Hakes, you may remember, was elected to sheriff last fall. As we look across the state, there's a biggest city in Wisconsin that, for the first time in years, has no cuts in a proposed budget. We go to Milwaukee. Mayor Cavalier Johnson talking about what's not in his 2024 spending plan, and we're talking about $1.92 billion. I'm not offering a budget that continues a spiral of declining services and growing desperation. And that's, yes, because of the bipartisan work we completed in Madison, along with the fortitude and the foresight of members of this council, uh, we have a reasonable path forward. A Johnson's budget includes increases for police and fire staffing. A deal reached earlier this year in Madison boosted revenue that the state returns to Milwaukee by $21.7 million and allowed the city to enact a 2% sales tax. We'll take it to the school zones. The Wisconsin State Senate is changing a bill that would raise fines for reckless driving in those school zones. And right now, failing to stop for a school bus, that'll get you a max fine of $300. This amendment to the proposal would increase fines for the violation to between $300 and $1,000. The amended bill needs approval from the Assembly before going to the governor's desk. And when we go beyond the governor's desk, how about a road trip behind the wheel? Where are those road rage incidents happening the most? Turns out there's a state that has aggressive drivers. It's that dry heat of Arizona behind the wheel. That's according to a new survey from Forbes Advisor. It polled 200 drivers from every state in the nation across nine key metrics. Topics included being forced off the road, being cursed at, and being involved in a fight outside the vehicle. The survey put Arizona first in the nation, followed by Rhode Island. West Virginia, Virginia, and Oklahoma. I'm Mark Mayfield. And we head back to the barn where we keep it nice and friendly on the roads with Bob Bolsold, Joe Welke, and your Midwest Farm Report on Wax 104.5. Well, from about December through February, early March, nobody wants to get out of their car and fight. It's too cold. No, you might as well just let them go, right? <laughs> That's right. Let them go. <laughs> it's winter that keeps the peace. in the summertime if I see you. That's right. Have a good one. You too, my friend. There goes Morgan McCarthy in the newsroom this morning at Wax as we're about 17 minutes before 6 o'clock. We've got markets to get to, maybe even a little calendar tell you what's going on. And we've got the markets to get to, we will, and uh, a little bit on the calendar. But uh, the Dairy Margin Coverage Program, if you're a dairy farmer, you got into it in 2023, a good decision for that first 5 million pounds of production. And for the farmers that got involved, there's been a payment every month from January through July, and there will be one in August. The uh, payments for those first seven months have totaled over $1 billion. So, again, uh, pretty much... Good decision to get into that, and hate to say a no-brainer because everybody has to make a decision. But uh, again, they're paying it out because uh, this price and situation has not been good. Jill, a few things going on before we get to the calendar. Well, Clark County welcomes everybody to go and visit them with the change of the weather. You can go to Clark County and go to their www.clarkcounty. WI.org for a brochure of all the places you can visit to see the fall colors. 
and we're right in the middle of Farm Safety Week with a lot of webinars out there. But just remember, everybody has got a family and needs to go home. So be careful out there. Watch for equipment. New Auburn High School FFA alumni is going to have a tailgate party this Friday night starting from starting at 4.30 and going till 6.30 and up in New Auburn for the football before the football game. So and they'll be at the school grounds there? Yep, at okay. the school grounds. And the proceeds go to assist FFA leadership activities. And then we've got the Warren's Cranfest starts on Friday and runs through Sunday. And the, those grounds open down in Warren's for at 7 o'clock and runs till 5 every day. And I actually talked to the president of the Warren's Cran Fest, and we'll have a little audio on from oh, her tomorrow. Good, good, good. That's a big event. That's for sure. One of the biggest in the country around. Yep. And then there's the Celebrity Donkey Races at the Eau Claire County Fairgrounds on Saturday night at 4 o'clock. Those are rescheduled from the fair time. And the Eau Claire County Farm Bureau is having their annual meeting on Saturday night. 6.30 social, 7 o'clock meal meeting. And that's at the Matt and Debbie Krenz Farm in Fall Creek. And then those Splash of Red Cranberry Tours put on by the Pittsville um, Egg Department starts this Friday. Uh, and then it runs Thursday and Friday through October 20th. And you need to go to the Pittsville um Website, Pittsville School website, and get signed up for that. All right, so a lot of things are going on. And don't forget, World Dairy Expo is also coming up. And uh, we'll be working down there with the uh, dairy farmers of Wisconsin. And Strong Farms, Strong Future. Wisconsin's farm families are committed to driving our state forward. Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin celebrating Wisconsin's dairy farmers. Come and see Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin at World Dairy Expo. To learn more, visit wisconsindairy.org. Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin, Strong Farms, Strong Future. We'll be down there on Wednesday broadcasting a little bit from their booth at World Dairy Expo. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Better Markets this morning brought to you by Farm First Dairy Cooperative, one of the only co-ops that provide members with milk income loss benefits. Farm First Dairy Cooperative putting their members first. Visit farmfirstdairycooperative.com to learn more. And we'll also be with the Farm First Dairy Cooperative at World Dairy Expo as well. Jill, let's get started with the markets. Where do we go? We're going to go to Equity Altoona and hear from Jim Lindsay. Choice beef steers, Neffers, dollar fifty-eight to a dollar eighty-three. Choice dairy cross steers, Neffers, dollar fifty-three to a dollar seventy-seven. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers, a dollar sixty-two to a dollar seventy-three. Choice Holstein steers, dollar forty-eight to a dollar sixty-one. Select underfinished heavyweight oversized steers and heifers, a dollar forty-seven and down. Top twenty percent of the cow cows sold from a dollar to a dollar twenty, with a top of a dollar twenty-three. Sixty percent of the cows sold from seventy-one to ninety-nine. The bottom twenty percent of the cows sold from seventy and down. 80% of the organic cows on Tuesday sold from $1.20 to $1.40. The bottom 20% of the organic cows sold from $1.19 and down. Cold bulls sold from $1 to $1.20 with a top of $1.24.5. Thin, full horn, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the 95-pound and up Holstein bull calves sold from $225 to $480 per head. Light and poor quality calves sold from $225 per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from $325 to $790 per head. Our next special feeder sale will be Friday, September 22nd. All feeder sales are live on Kettle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Kettle USA or to consign cattle to upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at 715-835-3104. To check out our early consignments, go to the Equity Livestock Market Consignment page and click on the Altoona Market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. More markets again courtesy this morning, as we said, of Farm First Dairy Cooperative. Let's get over to the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Well, the Brewers got a win last night. They finally hit the ball a little bit. Well, good morning to you, Bob. Well, yeah, it's uh, reassuring that they can still do that, but it uh, it seems like they get into kind of a funk, and or two, three games are just uh, blah, and then all yeah. of a sudden they break out of it. So, well, it's Getting closer to the end, but it's still going to be interesting yet. They've got, uh, what, uh, I don't know. they got, got 10 11 or 11 games. games to go yet, so uh, yeah, yeah. 
They've still got more work to do, as you have more work to do. How's the sale activity been so far this week at Stratford? Well, we've been busy, and we'll tell the folks about it. And, Bob, thank you, and a good morning every to everyone. A summary from yesterday, Tuesday here at Equity Stratford. We'll start out with the uh, market auction from yesterday. Uh, first of all, we will start off the organic sale on Tuesday. We do sell organic cattle every single Tuesday. And the high-yielding, good-quality, certified organic cows on yesterday's auction were selling from 145 to 155. Organic market bulls on yesterday's auction from 160 to 166. On the um, conventional-type cows now, uh, high-yielding, fleshy cows yesterday, selling from 103 to 120. Most of the cows uh, yesterday and this week so far selling between 80 and 102. Thinner cows, plainer cows, 80 and below. On the bull trade, uh, conventional bulls mostly uh, selling better quality bulls, selling mostly from 114 to 125. Lightweight bulls, 110 and down. A summary on the calf market, Holstein bull calves, of course, very, very strong. Uh, better quality bull calves, mostly from 200 to 400, up to 460 on Monday's sale. Beef calves, just way out of sight here, from 350 to 700, up to 780 on Monday. But we are at Wednesday already. We'll get underway this morning with the market auction, which does include cows. Uh, Fed cattle today, we'll have an update on those on tomorrow's report, and also sheep, hogs, and goats, baby calves today. Peter cattle auction today will be at 1230. And we do want to mention uh, next week we've got a couple of special sales on the sales schedule for next week, including our next dairy auction will be next Tuesday, the 26th of September. Uh, do have a complete herd dispersal of 70 organic cows. Uh, we're going to be some blue roans in there, some linebacks, shorthorns, jerseys, Holstein, Swiss, red and white Holstein. So, uh, again, that will be all organic, complete herd dispersal of organic cattle. We do have another consignment, some top-quality organic milking cows uh, from another consigner. will be about 15 of those. So a few folks in the organic business, a good opportunity again next Tuesday here in Stratford. And don't forget, a week from today, special feeder cattle auction, which will include a complete beef herd dispersal of black Angus cows, and some of those will be registered. So, again, that information is on our website. You folks can check that out at Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page, and you will be there. And, Bob, I guess that's all I have this morning. I do, I know... Uh, for us folks that follow everything from day to day, what's going on with this milk price, with this barrel cheese price again? Yeah, I know. It's dropped big time in the last couple of days, that's for sure. About 14, 15 cents in the last couple of days. It's a crazy market out there, that's for sure. Hey, you have a good one. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, drive careful. You'll have the top down today, won't you? Absolutely. All day long, the top will be down because it's going to be mostly sunny in about 85 today. And Synergy Co-op in Ridson bringing us the market report. Uh, let's go to the Board of Trade where corn was up four cents yesterday. They're not sure how big this corn crop is really going to be. Beans were down a little bit yesterday, just depending on quiet trade, but beans have dropped about 45 cents in the last three days. Overnight, December corn down a penny at 475. The oats up one at 436. December wheat up six to seven at 590. November beans down a penny now at 1314 a bushel. Soybean meal for December up a dollar ninety at three ninety one ten at the country elevators today. Northside elevator loyal location corns at four eighty nine with soybeans at twelve forty one. Northside elevator Arcadia location corns at four eighty eight with beans at twelve forty one. Wheat and grain Chippewa Falls and Cottersville location corns at four forty eight with beans at twelve forty six. DTN screen corn golden plump four sixty two at Baldwin. Mondovi, Elmwood, corn's 453, beans at 1236. Duran's corn is also 453. The beans, though, are 1231. Fall Creek has the beans at 1231, corn at 443, and Osseo corn 453, beans 1241. Elk Mound, 463 on the corn. That's the high price in the area this morning. Corn, 12, 463 out at Elk Mound, 1246 on the beans. Sparta, 443 and 1238. Ellsworth, 433, beans 1226. Ethanol plants, the Boyceville corn price is 457. Stanley, 438. New Richmond, 433. Barrel cheese down 6, 166. Blocks at 188. Butter up 6, 283. September class 3 down 1 at 1836. October down 26 at 1754. November down 37 at 1765. December down 23 at 1790. January also at 1790. That was down 20 cents. Temperatures going up though, 85 today. Very few clouds, mostly sunny, a good day for the harvest. So again, farm safety is a priority. 55 right now.
You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Montovi. And the Chilson family of Ram dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadah. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.